0: we are recording welcome to the courage podcast if this is your first time listening welcome we are so delighted to have you if this is not your first time listening make sure you hit subscribe make sure you rate us leave a comment we all definitely want feedback and how we can improve and deliver upon creating more courage in our life and in yours
1: absolutely
0: yeah so so Oh um, man, what hey, where was uh,
1: Simon? Wait, should we have a jingle in the background? It's just you know Oh <laughs> My wife can play harp. You know, she, she can create a jingle for us. What do you think? You
0: know what? I think uh, I think we shouldn't uh, do a we won't do an improv just yet of of the harp. But I think uh, I definitely would love to do some, some test jingles at some point. No harp yet. We're not gonna do improv. Okay. Oh there we go. It's like when you hop on the uh, the skytrain. Next stop, okay. YVR. We will work on that. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. So Manny, where was Courage present or not present in your week this week? What was uh tell me a little bit about your week?
1: Uh so I mean, my my weekend itself is, is well, I can't really even remember what happened. But what is, uh, I think a lot of us, you know, we don't remember. We don't remember our lives are so busy. Like my life is busy that, you know, things are all a blur. But what actually did pop out is I spent this weekend uh, being with people, spending time with family, spending time with friends. Uh, that I haven't seen in a long time. And mm, yeah, you
0: were telling me you're I, being quite social.
1: Was amazing. It was just like the I each time I was each with with those people, like for the Susan's family and those, you know, old friends of mine that it it was just like uh like I miss these people. That was like a thought that I had. Mm. Um, and uh and it definitely like I, I miss it. It's a missing in my life to to be, you know where I am right now, and uh, be able to be connected to, you know, all these fabulous people that I've I've met over the years and over the course of my life, mm-hmm. and uh, and so yeah, so I, you know we had this conversation and uh, relating it to Huntington's disease is is absolutely critical. Um, that what, what what is absolutely critical is is your environment uh, at the Huntington's um, uh, clinic here in Vancouver. Uh, I was at uh, a, a talk, and um, and the professor, the doctor, was talking about her her, her uh, testing the mice, and one of the important aspects is the environment, like the environment, the uh, the health, uh, and in each of those tests, I mean they're in mice, so it's not in humans, but if we could just give them the context of like overall health and well-being is that. Um, Eating your, uh, and your environment, uh, is really important, uh in, uh, in, in specifically in life, but also in, um, the Huntington's disease, uh, being delayed, the onset of Huntington's being delayed. Mm-hmm. And environment is, man, it's, it's friendships. It's talking to people. It's, mm-hmm. it's being connected. And, um. I know it misses. I miss it. Right? It's, it's not always there in my life.
0: Right. And this isn't just for hunger disease. This is for like mental health and like, honestly, longevity. I, I, there's some sort of TED talk I watched a while back. was talking about number one to five reasons people have a long, healthy life. And like third and fourth or fourth and fifth was nutrition and fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the top two were our, you know, our, our close relationships. And then our, like, social community. Um, and I don't know, like, I really get that when you're talking about how social you got to be this week, there was, like, a, a more energy about you. You know, you're with people that you love, you're with people you cared about, and you get to have that more energy and that excitement. And I think when we're alone, um, or maybe even with people that we're not, like, you know, totally in love with, people that we don't, like, really connect with, it can feel lonely. And I've definitely felt lonely a little bit since coming back from Bali. Like I used, I'm used to spending um, time with people throughout the day. Like every meal that I have, I like have someone with me, like having great conversation or even just sitting next to me. And it's very pleasant and connecting and grounding to have that. And I haven't had that. I've been yeah. working from home. And so I see a lot less people in any given day. And it's, it's strange. It definitely, I can see how that would affect my health long term mm-hmm so yeah.
1: you say strange is it uh does it leave you like is it a loneliness is it like or a strange like yeah. a strange feeling
0: yeah it's strange like it's um like it's yeah it's, it's something i i got really used to seeing lots of people in Bali. Mm-hmm. yeah and um it's strange that um i don't now and it's it's amazing how much i'm actually noticing it yeah. because like if i hadn't even gone there or been really social while i was gone maybe this would just be normal right I wouldn't mm-hmm. even notice that it's like having this negative impact and that's why it's so nice to do this with you and to be on phone calls with people and just connect just connect literally just connect with people and it takes mm. courage talk about courage there's a couple of friends and uh if they're still listening they'll know who they are who've been like trying to reach out to me or trying to connect and you know when it just sometimes seems like really, really hard to connect with someone, like you text each other, and then you pick a time, and then one of them cancels, yeah. and you schedule go a new time, and then that doesn't work, and you're like, wow, this is really fucking hard, pardon my language, to just talk to you. And there's some people that are especially harder to talk to than others. You people cut it out it's annoying and i'm gonna probably cut you out of my life except you (laughs) it's just honestly it's really not that hard to get in touch with people i did it from another fucking continent across the world so you can do it really easily if you're willing to um but there's this like overwhelm right like you book a call time and you got to be ready for it and you like do it and and for some people who aren't used to that it seems like really daunting um but then you just pick up the phone and you call people Like, like I urge anyone listening right now, you got a thought of somebody that you care about, don't text them to pick a time to call them, just call them and don't be all like, well, what if they're busy? Well, if they're busy, they're not going to pick up the phone and then still life will go on. Yeah. There's this, I think we're so sensitive around like, oh, I don't want to call it like dinner time. Or what if they're at work? I mean, if they're busy, it's their responsibility to like ignore your call. I know everyone out there, if you're listening and you call me and I'm busy, I'm just not going to pick up the phone. You don't have to worry about upsetting me or interrupting <laughs> anything. I'll, I'll make sure that you don't. And I think this is where we could like, give more responsibility to each other and be like, and just, like, call. Like, it's such a nice thing you just call. Um, and I just have this friend right now. <laughs> We're having trouble seeing each other, two actually. And uh, I'm like, I just called them out and I was like, hey, it really doesn't have to be this hard just like let's pick a time and just stick to it and like no matter what whatever you got to do to make it happen let's go obviously there's some space for like adjusting and whatnot um, but courage that's one area where courage can be present or missing um, on a separate topic a little bit uh, a, a, a person that I met at the Hyatt Disease conference in Kelowna she just got her results around um, Huntington, She found out that she is positive for the gene, which for those of you that don't know or have forgotten what that means is, in all likelihood, that person will get Huntington's disease pending any cure treatment if we live long enough. Um, so that's the same as me, Manny, and the same as myself. She just found out those results, um, along with other stressors in life. This is a massive uh, piece of information. And she's, she said that she's having a hard time dealing with it as anybody would so me and her gonna have a phone call after this and just kind of just just hear her out and be someone who's like I get it and uh, you're not alone and just let her share all the things that she's dealing with um, and it takes so much courage I just wanted to share about her because it takes so much courage to be willing to find out that test and then also being willing I think even what takes even more courage is being willing to reach out and say I'm having a hard time with
1: something. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. You know, like hey, this I'm having a hard time with this. Like, can I talk to you about it? Um, that's so big. That's the that's, hardest. That's often you know, the
1: hardest thing. That's that
0: first step. Yeah. And let's be real. Like we're all walking around trying to be cool and trying to act like we got it all together. Yeah. Um, because I'm the number one culprit. Else is doing. Pardon me. I'm the number one culprit in that. Man, you and me both. You and me both. Like, I've been having a hard time this week around um, sharing on Instagram. Yeah. And normally, I share every single day something, and um, it's taken me a while to build the courage to do that. But now I'm there. But lately this week, I have felt um, very self conscious. I've felt like people are probably judging me, and maybe I'm not having the impact I want to have. Maybe I'm not inspiring people. Maybe I'm just annoying them. Um, and I told a friend of mine this, and she was just, she just said, "Well, if you're annoying them, they'll just unfollow you, and the people who like you will keep following you." And I was like, "Fair enough, I guess that settles that." Fair, that's simple. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I'm just gonna be me. I'm gonna keep doing it, and, and and noticing that those things come up. You know, like, like I was just getting self-conscious about what people think of me, and and it was caring too much about what people think of me. I want to know that I'm making a difference. Um, at the same time I want to still be me you know and the, the specific reason why this came up is because I had someone tell me that they thought it was weird that I post from when I'm in bed like I'll be laying in bed and I'll do a possibility of the day I'll create like what I want the day to be like and how I'm going to act throughout the day and um, and they were like upset because sometimes I'll post it and it'll be like 9am and they're already at work and I'm still in bed and they're like forget this guy he's he's so lazy or whatever he's in bed and I, I do not want to listen to him because I'm working right now and he's in bed and I was, I was like I was like embarrassed that I was like sleeping so much and having these deep sleeps meanwhile like I've created my profession so that I don't have to do work before 10 a.m like exactly. I've actually declared that and I don't book any meetings or calls before 10 a.m mm-hmm. um well I'm in Vancouver and so i've a lot of myself i've had the courage to create that yeah same time i don't want this woman to be the the people to be like oh look at this guy he's he's lazy yeah so there's this kind of like catch 22 where my intention is to be like hey guys guess what you can wake up when you choose to wake up it just takes courage and conversations to structure it that way yeah like it's not impossible you got to be open to the possibility and believe me i met a woman at this retreat a year ago and she told me this exact thing she was like i don't do business before 10 a.m but i thought she was insane and she was a millionaire and i'm like because i thought you just can't be a millionaire if you wake up that late and she's like who said that and i'm like well a few millionaires that i've seen on tv and she's like okay well is they the only millionaires that do that like there's, who's to say what the rule is as if there's one way to do anything." Mm-hmm. We just have to be willing to be open to a new possibility that there is another option. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just looking at all that and, and being open to new possibilities. And I, I said to her too, I was like, you know, you like, it's a choice. Everything is a choice. If you don't think your life is a choice, you are lying to yourself and you are at the mercy of everything going on in your life. Whatever the thing is that we think we have to do, first of all there's nothing in life you have to do or should do or can't do it doesn't exist that is all in our head that's all a made-up choice that we've made my proof is that I promise you there is someone on this face of the earth doing the thing that you think can't be done they're out there so if they can do it they're just another person just like us of course you can do it and when when we operate, I believe, when we operate from that context, we become a lot more powerful. We make less excuses. We have less, you know, justifications for why we can and can't do things. And we get to live a free life where courage comes in, where the scary part comes in, is if we're not courageous enough to take the leap, then it's not possible anyway. Like when we find out that someone's waking up at 10 a.m. is a millionaire. Now, what's my excuse? Now I've got to address the fact that, well, I don't have to, but I have the opportunity to be like, wow, okay, so that's actually available. I can't say that that's impossible because someone else out there is doing it. Now I've got to address my own shit about why. Yeah, I'm your lack of. My my lack of, my reasons and justifications for being like, well, I'm not going to have all this money because blank or I don't hire someone was just calling me. I hope I'm back now. My I back. <laughs> <You're> back. <laughs> I thought I lost it. <laughs> and, um, and so I'm just like kind of ironic that someone's calling me during this thing about picking up the phone and call people. I love it. Yeah. Um,
1: calling back right away.
0: But, but it's like when you find out someone is doing that thing and then it's like, oh my God, I can. That's a scary realization because yeah. that realization means, oh my gosh, I now have the opportunity to be responsible for my whole life and there's really nothing in my way but me. Yeah. That's a scary thought. Because then can come all the self-deprecating thoughts of like, well, I'm not going to have the blind, It's not me and I'm not the one. And, and again, that's also all made up. Yeah. Um, so it takes, I'm not trying to diminish the massive courage it takes it's for all the actions that people take in their life. The courage that it takes for you, mammy, to decide that I'm going to create a new human through of fertilization to make sure that they don't get Huntington's disease for their whole life. That takes a hundred and one thousand steps to get to that level of courage. It's part of the deal. But whoever's out there thinking, you know, I'm not where I am because my job doesn't allow me to, or I've got too many kids or not enough money, or whatever, There might be a logistical things to deal with, but I promise you that is not the reason that you're where you're at. Because there are people all around the world busier than you, with more responsibility, more taking on, having those results. The question is: Are you willing to? Are we willing to accept the responsibility of where we're at and create something new? And it's an option. It's all optional. None of this is. It has to be the way. We can do anything we want. Anyways, that was my rant.
1: <laughs> that was well. Thank you for the rant, and you know, I just wanted to. What, what I heard is that. Yeah, it, it it takes courage. Like it does does take freaking courage to do it again and again. And it's mm-hmm. not like you have it all. Yeah. Oh
0: every day, this is know, a, everyday, this it, is a permanent, basket here for
1: you. But this is this is it's Did that again, it, or I
0: miss
1: it. I said it's not like we have it in a basket with a bow.
0: Yeah, yeah, of course. No, it's in it's in it's in newspaper crumpled up. <laughs> But it's,
1: it's, you know, you actually being able to speak about it right now and having that courage.
0: And it's never done. Like, people, if you're trying to get to, like, a certain point of money or um, marriage, you know, once I have kids, once I'm married, then I'll be, like, happy or whatever. We're never done. It's like coaching and sports. I, I heard Tom Brady actually talk. I saw an interview of him. Those you who don't know, he was in the quarterback team the just won the Super Bowl. Um, and so I interviewed him the other day and it was an interview of his very first Super Bowl that he won like 18 years ago. Yes. He's still playing. And yes, he's still winning on uh, that guy has broken every like odds uh, you can think of, right. Someone who sure thinks things are possible. He's, he's amazing. Um, And he, he, uh, he was asked, you know, sometimes when you get your first championship, it's different when you're chasing the next championship. What's it like for you? Like, what is your favorite championship? Is it the first one? Cause it was the first one. He's like, You know what my favorite championship will always be? The next one. And I'll let that sink in for a second. What's the favorite championship there is for you to have? It's the next one. The next one. So he's like, he gets it. And then it's like, he's so in love with the process. The process of getting to the championship. that it's not even about the championship where he gets it. He gets it. And then what's after this one? The next one. And he now has six more than anybody in history in the NFL. And it's like, that's so cool because it's the process. if If we dream really big and massive, our job then, I swear this works, people, is to forget about the dream and be obsessed with the daily process. Because if we only focus on the dream of the next championship or that future relationship or that dream job, we will obsess of it, over it, and it will be seem so far away. It'll seem so far away that we get overwhelmed and, and yeah. freaked out by it that we end up sitting on the couch, watching Netflix and not even starting.
1: And that becomes your cage versus something that moves you exactly. to inspires exactly inspires you exactly exactly. So great, man!
0: I get, I'm getting fired up. I'm, this is this is giving me reassurance, I'm, so I want to start some YouTube videos. So. Yeah. So what, what are you getting right now in this
1: conversation? Like what are you getting?
0: I'm getting how important it is to create and be in dialogue. Like, like all this stuff that I'm saying has been in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does no good in my head. It does no value for me or anybody else. And when I share with you and whoever's listening, it it's like adds more fuel to that fire. So I'm getting that I really – you know, there's things I want to share. I think I have a message that matters and makes a difference, and I want to share it um and i'm and i realized that i you know i got to get on youtube and i got to get another social media outlet and start sharing it for the impact of what we're doing here which is transforming people transforming how people relate to cure diseases and having people be empowered in every situation that's the mission of this podcast and the vision of this podcast and i also you know We've got. I've got big things I want to accomplish. We want to cure Huntington's disease by 2026. You know, I want to have a thriving online business where I'm coaching people on courage and uh, nutrition and fitness. And um, that's going to take, you know, sharing message and, and developing credibility and, and really just showing people who I am and what I stand for. Um, and whether people work with me or don't work with me or help us with the cure Huntington's disease or don't, um, I want people to become empowered in every situation uh, that really would be would be magical so anything that i can do to cause that is what i see and when i'm getting from this conversation there's actions to be taken
1: my man that is my man. awesome
0: dude you're such a you're the wind beneath my wings i'll say it again
1: i'm the wind beneath your wings it's
0: you know what i was present to before i got on this call Um, was that we're the average of the five people we spend the most time with. And I wouldn't get to have these thoughts and these words and these intentions without you and the people that I spend the most time with because you, Manny, are such a person of possibility. I know that I could be sharing this exact message with some other people and they would be skeptical, doubtful, and I would feel that energy. you know, And if I was weak in that moment, I might let that energy take me over and and have my own doubts. But because you're someone that believes in me and you're someone that is really open to possibility. Like you're so you're not someone who has a bunch of reasons to stop. You're like, I'm I'm open. Yeah, that's possible. Because of that I feel so much more power around my words and less doubt. So thank you for that, Manny.
1: You are so welcome. You are a Goliath. You are um, (laughs) you know and I'm just pausing because I'm actually, you know, choosing my words is that uh, there is a you know, there is the world that we live in where we turn on the media and there's uh, politics, there's, there's politics happening uh, and people with a message that is not up, uplifting mm-hmm. and Fear-based. you are creating a whole new realm for people to live into. That is not based on fear. It's based on you know, people living their dreams and you know people being cured from from whatever gets in their way or whatever ailment. And you know that is that is enormous. So really, thank you.
0: You're welcome, man. Thank you for being back. Thank you right back. So All right. You, anything else for you, man? No. All right. Nothing if you guys enjoyed not. this podcast, please give us a rating subscribe um do the things people do leave a comment all that stuff we want to share with many people as possible and when you participate that grows
1: and my wife is giving blowing kisses and saying that she loves you too
0: oh (laughs) big love next time we'll have a are we gonna have a harp uh yeah well amazing grace i heard you playing amazing grace on the harp
1: maybe violin or something like electric violin one thing about that well that sounds
0: i i like are we, it. I'm into it are we gonna
1: be hard uh
0: what am i talking about <laughs> hardcore, <laughs> <laughs> all, right. hardcore? all right sounds good see you next week people thanks for listening okay love you all Bye.